0: Phoebe, last night,
1: yes. you finally
0: got me to watch one of uh, a Studio Ghibli movie, which I've never seen any before. I find it shocking that
1: you haven't seen any Studio Ghibli films. Uh, I think I, d- I don't know what's I think, happened to me. I know that, like, it's one of those things. I've never seen Star Wars because everyone tells you that you need to watch Star Wars, and people telling me that I need mm-hmm. to watch something makes me less inclined to do it. Don't know why. Yeah, I'm not difficult or <laughs> stubborn or anything, but. Um, <laughs> Studio Ghibli films, like, ah, oh, they just, they mean a lot to me, I think. And they mean a lot to, to a lot of people. They just have this uncanny way of making you care and feel gross, right? Uh, so <laughs> when, you, when you said you hadn't
0: watched it, I was like, she needs to watch them because she'll love them. The audacity of feelings from an animated movie. But uh, I personally, like, I, I mean, I loved it. For one thing, I don't know how I've gone this long with not actually watching any of the movies. I think what it was was like in high school. I remember there was like a day that I was off in English for some reason, and some of my friends watched *Spirited Away* Mm -hmm. in that lesson. And I don't know why. I don't know why that was something that was shown. I don't know if there was like something narratively that the English teacher was trying to like come across with the movie. I've still not seen it, so I don't know. But I think from missing that day. I felt like I had missed this like big movie. And then the more that kind of came out or the more that people spoke about it, I was like, well, I never saw a one that all of my friends saw. So I'm just missed out now.
1: Yeah, Uh, just to, just for a bit of context, folks, the the one we watched was The Cat Returns. I just put them in a random named uh, spinner and and that was the one that came up. And uh, so that's the one we watched. Uh, And now I really want Chloe to watch
0: Whispers of the Heart because I think it's cute watching that one after that one. From The Cat Returns, I feel like I laughed more at the inappropriateness of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of things than I should have, but at the same time, I fucking loved it. It was charming, wholesome. And if that's what I'm set up for for the rest of Studio Ghibli movies, then I'm, I'm all fit here for it.
1: So we watched the I asked Chloe if she wanted to watch the dub or the sub, and she wanted to watch the, <laughs> the English dub so that she could read the like the the the, the Japanese subtitles. Mm-hmm. I have never watched it in dub before. I was not aware how how much. I would laugh at Tim Curry's uh, portrayal of of the Cat King, um, <laughs> him saying "babe, babe, <laughs> all the time
0: everything." Absolutely so <laughs> It was me. very cringe. Absolutely it just like me.
1: how do you Listen. call him cringe? I'm sorry, Tim Curry can do no wrong. <laughs> Check yourself. No, Check just
0: yourself. Look, that just came across as very cringe. Look, I just I'm in like I'm nearly at 200 days of learning Japanese now on Duolingo. Let's what? go but um i'm trying to learn and get better with my um hiragana and katakana and kanji fucking reading and it's it's a lot um and not that i can follow along the whole bloody movie but there was some parts i was like it's very obvious that like japanese language is very much based on inflection with talking and stuff and there's less words used in a sentence considerably. So a lot of it was just kind of what the fuck is happening in this English dub version. Um, but I, I still loved it and I still want to watch more and we can do it in subtitle from now on. (laughs) Thank you. Um,
1: no, it's, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching things in dub. I just like the sub as you say like it's just very noticeable because I always have subtitles on when I watch things Mm -hmm. regardless of the language it's in because it makes me focus I forgot where my point was going it's not the one that like the characters is not the one that you would think of as your first studio ghibli experience but I think it's kind of a nice one because it's not one that you probably heard that much about
0: the ones that I always hear is spirited away kiki's delivery service and Hell's moving castle
1: I think those three and then whispers of the heart battle for for top place this is just out of a selfish desire for me to watch these films um I feel like this podcast is 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 now just Phoebe's gonna educate not educate that's that's condescending you're gonna give me give me more culture
0: I'm like I'm not gonna give you more culture you're not a yogurt I'm just I'm just gonna (laughs) I'm quite a vanilla yogurt, to be honest. I need some granola and some berries in there. I need something, you know. Yogurt aside though, Phoebe, welcome back to Explasher 8. This is episode two.
1: Welcome in, welcome in. Uh, with your coast, uh, coasts? Coast. Yeah, I'm with just coasting. coasting. That's what I- I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. With your co-host, uh, Chloe Ashtari and, and Phoebe, oh, uh, anderson definitely didn't forget my last name anderson i don't know why i <laughs> said this this is going really bizarre I, I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did I, I feel like i'm on something this morning it's because it's the morning it like, is, this is the yeah. thing right so we stayed up watching studio ghibli and then phoebe was like i need to go out tomorrow during the middle of the day but i really want to record a podcast so i was like well we can do it in the morning or we can wait until you're home and phoebe was like no half past 10 in the morning, I'm going to be there. Let's record a podcast. And I don't know why you decided like, yeah, that's it. I'm going to wake up and immediately I want to talk to you for an hour.
1: <laughs> I mean, I re- I don't regret this decision. It's always a delight to talk to you. I think the regret is the fact that it's been recorded and people could understand how I just don't function in the mornings. How <laughs> I'm not a morning person.
0: Oh, I just, Charlie even said to you when you were here, because Phoebe was here actually in Ireland last week, we, we used to got to see each other for a week. We got to see a lot of our friends actually. Lovely, was lovely. Um, and it, it was fantastic. It was great to see you. But as Charlie says, like, I'm one of those people that it's like a light switch. Like I will just be awake in the morning and I'm at hundred percent and I'm ready to go. I don't know why that's become part of my personality because I never used to be able to wake up at all. I used to be the 17 alarms back to back and keep snoozing one after another, but I for some reason have become such a morning person and I hate myself for it. I mean, one, thank you for having
1: me. And two, there's nothing that, wrong with 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 being a morning person. I wish I could be a consistent state of being. I kind of wake up and then it's just like, it's. I need two hours to to, to actually
0: realise I'm
1: awake. Yeah, like I'll probably read or scroll through
0: tick, tick, ticky talkies. Is this why you're always late for work? I can't believe you'd out me like this on this podcast. <laughs> How dare you? I see these co It's not lately; late.
1: like it's consistently like one to two to three minutes late, and it's yeah, just it's yeah. just a running joke with with my colleagues. Just like, can you not can you not wake up <laughs> earlier? And I'm like, I've tried. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I just I don't know. I used to. It was the same in school. Like I'd always be late for registration every day. And my ready teacher just Just like, of, like, caring because of like needing
0: that like wake up routine of like to get into like action or?
1: I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I was consistently late and it's ridiculous because you think if you're consistently late, why can't you be consistently on time? And I'm like, I don't know. That. <laughs> There's two functions. You either get me ridiculously early because it was an appointment and it seems official or you get me. <laughs> At the time, we said "ish."
0: I mean, let's also think about every time that you've said, "Oh, I'm just going to go and like make dinner," or "I'm just going to go and make uh like put my laundry out." I'll be like 20 minutes, and then you'll turn up in our social situation about two hours late. Um- <laughs> I,
1: I think the, my problem is I just I underestimate how much time it takes me to do things, and I overpromise. <laughs> uh because i feel like if i make plans then i'll have to do them but the problem is i make plans all the time and then-
0: oh so you're you're an incessant people pleaser is that is what Cl- it is? You no,
1: know, i'm not Stop saying other people pleaser. <laughs> you need to be
0: more you need to be more selfish
1: have you seen i live I, i'm a single adult who lives in a flat covered with frogs i think that's pretty <laughs> selfish um
0: how many of those frogs did you buy and how many of those frogs did other people buy you? Phoebe is now looking around the room, looking at the countless amount of frogs that there are. Just so you know, like listeners, if you don't know Phoebe, she's obsessed with at the Frog or has at least implied that she is obsessed with at the Frog. So it's the one thing that all of our friends have latched onto and have just gone, oh, it's, it's a Christmas or birthday or celebration. Send Phoebe a frog. And that's it. <laughs> I won't lie, Chloe. There's only
1: one frog thing in this room that I have bought myself. <laughs> like no word of a lie. It's just, this, it's just, I got myself a Build-A-Bear rainbow frog when they released them like last year. Because I never, I never had a Build-A-Bear growing up. And I was just like, I mm-hmm. want a Build-A-Bear. And it, it's really cute. cute. But that's the only, that's the only one I've bought myself. I think in this entire flat. I don't think and I have. you probably have like, what, a hundred to two hundred frogs? I I wish I could show you my my desk set up at work. That's a, that's a lot. Oh,
0: I bought one of those though. <laughs> two okay. of two of those. So on two, my work two out plan. of like the two hundred. So one hundred and ninety-eight frogs have been given to you. So okay, tell me again I how you're t- selfish. Shut. Up. <laughs> Shut. <up>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excessive talking. Um, so, Into your eardrums. Welcome. I just I
1: just really loudly whilst I said that as well. You're welcome. Mm. Tasty. So Chloe, uh, t- t- remind us again for for the, the gentle audience that we have. Uh, uh, why do
0: you podcast with me? Why have you chosen this?
1: <laughs> I, I, I because say, you
0: make me laugh. No I matter what time of the day it is, sh- Phoebe, you make me laugh. I say such shit.
1: <laughs> what we do is we get a coin out and we flip the coin, and whoever whoever wins the coin flip gets to choose the discussion of today's podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah. so I've got a coin here. It's not a normal Whoa. coin because apparently
0: me and Chloe don't own normal coins. Yeah. I love that. I had like the Disney coin last week. What, what theme is your coin this week? I, I've
1: got uh, a, 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 pre-order bonus of, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, nice. So it's, it's swords one, one side and logo the other. So tier, it, okay. it, it,
0: it's sword or logo. I'm going to go for sword, please. You got a sword. I got a sword. I want to talk to you about something that in my young life, it's not trauma. I, in my young life, I was brought up. (laughs) It's not trauma. uh, (laughs) My grandparents and especially my nan is a very superstitious lady, Mm -hmm. right? And my entire young life was surrounded by either old wives tales or just superstitious sayings that for a long time I used to live by as if they were like a law. And uh, I did some like looking around online and apparently there's like, there are some like wives tales that are true and some that are obviously a myth. I think probably 90% of all the things I was told as a child was a lie just to make me stop doing annoying habits really but (laughs) classic parenting (laughs) i thought that like we could have a little a little discussion about about this because uh are you familiar with like magpies the bird but also the superstitions around them
1: uh yeah i mean there's the there's the rhyme isn't there Uh,
0: Mm -hmm. uh did you know the magpies actually are considered so across, obviously, the UK and most parts of Europe, they are evil, and in the US as well. But in uh, places in Asia, they're actually a good luck or like a good positive sentiment as well. And like even when I was young, I used to think like, well, they're the magpies. They they collect the shiny objects. They're like they're cute, and they just love to collect shiny things. And I used to call myself a magpie because I used to collect shiny things all the time, but. We used to have the whole rhyme thing, right? The one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy was like the thing that I used to get told. Apparently, in like looking this up, there was actually a different rhyme and it had differences depending on where you were. But the first one was one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a funeral, four for a birth, five for heaven, six for hell, seven for the devil, his own self. So, okay... I didn't grow up learn knowing the rhyme.
1: I I know these. Right. I didn't know the rhyme that the first rhyme you told. I didn't know that one. The second rhyme I know mm. because I read a book where it was in. uh It was not oh. a good book, so I shan't. I shan't, I shan't be. I shan't be uh, plugging it. But uh, I read a book <laughs> where it was in, and they used the whole rhyme, and I hmm. was like, God, that's morbid. uh They're just birds, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you mean. Like, I like magpies.
0: I think they're mm. cute. Uh, I don't think they're bad omens. They're very noisy. I used to get told about you had to salute a magpie. Like, if you saw a magpie for bad luck, you had to salute to be like, yes, Mr. Magpie, I acknowledge your existence.
1: Oh, no, I, I say hello, Mr. Magpie. Like,
0: Oh. Uh, I actually
1: think that the full saying is, hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? But I don't want to make presumptions. <laughs> so I <laughs> just say hello, Mr. Magpie
0: i never knew that was a saying there's there actually is like there's a 12 line version of the magpie rhyme and the one that i was more brought up with which is one for a sorrow two for joy three for a girl four for a boy five for silver six for gold seven for a a secret never to be told eight for a wish nine for a kiss ten for a bird you must not miss 11 for health, 12 for wealth, 13 beware the devil itself, 14 make your choice, 15 take your pick, 16 the sweetest, 17 your heart's wish, 18 for a letter, 19 for better and 20 the future it's now or never. Hold the front door, when are you ever gonna see 20 magpies
1: unless you were rearing magpies? I've seen 20 magpies. I've seen more than that. This is such a, such a boast like I've seen twenty magpies like i I've,
0: I've, I've seen had, so many birds. <laughs> you would not believe the magpies I've seen. <laughs> oh dear, it does sound like a weird boast it, almost like they could be hoarding treasure as well like if you saw that many magpies in one place, I feel like they should be sat upon like a not gold. For some reason my my, my brain went They're to like dragons gold and like like smoke.
1: <laughs> it's smalch, but, like, but it's like
0: made out of magpies. Magpies? Like maybe my brain's going to that from watching the cat returns and like the crows like at the end of the, uh, the movie. Yeah. Listen. I I've never heard the 20 line rhyme for this. I didn't know it went You're on. You telling that long. me that
1: you haven't got that memorized in your back pocket? Shocking. No. <laughs>
0: i as much as i ever knew for some reason like i never thought it was five for silver six for gold i thought it was like five for a letter six for something better which apparently is the 18 and 19 part of that i thought it was more like the
1: sneezy rhyme there's a sneezy rhyme yeah like
0: (laughs) okay i need to know the sneezy rhyme i need to google the
1: sneeze rhyme because i can't i can't remember it uh, <laughs> sneeze rhyme one for a wish two for a kiss three for a poem four for a letter five for gold six for lumber seven for an illness eight for a dance nine for a cold ten for a grave
0: if you sneeze ten times in a row you're dead right like no, how do I mean, you keep sneezing that as someone with
1: allergies it's just really horrible <laughs> it's like you know when you get the most violent hiccups for your life like after you eat really spicy food and it feels like your esophagus is burning away it's like that but like with your sinuses and you're like oh my god please stop and you're just like this weird kind of machine gun
0: i feel like if i sneeze three times in a row i run out of breath like maybe that's just my asthmatic ass not having enough air in my my lung capacity but like well like off off of these tales that we've been told like if that was something that you were told i wonder how much so i'm going to do some like quick ones at you which these are like some of the things I was talking to my wife and we were, we were kind of going over what our grandparents or parents told us when we were children. And I just wonder whether you've heard any of these insane sayings. So if the bottom of your foot itches, you're going to take a trip.
1: You heard that? Uh, I kind of, I haven't heard, I kind of get getting itchy feet because like you can't sit still. And you need to like be doing something. Oh. So I think that's okay. probably, that's that like, yeah, I have heard it. Is that itchy kind feet. of the
0: same as like cold feet when you get cold feet for like a wedding or like a, a thing because you uh, run away? N-
1: no. I don't,
0: under, I, I don't really understand the cold feet thing.
1: I don't get that one either. Uh,
0: itchy feet makes sense to me because you got itchy feet because you want to, you
1: need to do things. I think getting cold yeah. feet, just the fact that cold feet is unpleasant and like you
0: have to do something about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. No one likes a swamp foot. No one um, a swamp fit. Well, like, because my uh, sorry, my brain skipped a few things because my brain went to if your feet are cold, then maybe you're wearing boots that are filled with water, and then I oh, we went to swamp like foot. Trench, That's how yeah, my brain okay, just made you, that. You. Sorry,
1: maybe it's just like you have got cold feet because you're not wearing anything on your feet, and you feel unprotected. And yeah, you maybe put shoes on because you f- you feel exposed
0: like look at these phrases are fucking great i love them they're oh, so I, fucking weird i love guessing the 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 like you know do you know where the saying cross your fingers to make a wish comes from cross your fingers to make a wish yeah cuz have you never like cross your fingers make a wish oh yeah like or like for good luck yeah yeah for good luck yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it comes from like an old pagan uh, tradition apparently where when you cross your fingers and two fingers meet that is meant to like stop the bad luck from escaping from your, from your wish. Apparently like that's the path, the path where it crosses holds stop in the like bad the bad. Luck.
1: Oh, it yeah. holds So you kind of like, luck. you
0: hold your, ah, hold your fingers for good luck.
1: That's cool as heck.
0: I, I think that's just pretty Another, cool. another. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where this one comes from, but it was there. Um, and I've heard it before, but if you get an itchy nose, do you know what that means? So it's not to do with your sneezes, I'm but if you get an itchy itch. <laughs> i get i get itchy nose all the time that's it's well apparently you're going to have a quarrel with someone that's apparently what an itchy nose means
1: do you think it's because like
0: your nose is itching because it's going to get punched
1: if you if you have a fight
0: either that or like maybe you just smell trouble you know when Sorry. you smell something bad and like your your nose itches uh n- no oh do you okay and this is a side does your nose like...
1: itch when you brush your teeth
0: yes i assume from the mint i think it's just a sensation of brushing i don't think because like if you have oh. a mint
1: your nose doesn't
0: itch. oh mine does i sneeze if i have chewing gum maybe or, you're like, allergic eat.
1: to mint <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just a thought no because i i also have a thing like look i've got a big schnoz as well like if you don't know me in person just just know that i have like a big nostril um just not one just one <laughs>
1: i have I two think, big so, nostrils Chloe, you do not have a big nose i do I have, have a big, a big nose, nose but it's in
0: my jeans because like you know that's that's who you i get am that's there. who my family noses are noses don't
1: belong in jeans <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe i am allergic to mint. okay but look i so like the other thing that i want to ask you as well is that because when i go outside if it's really cold when you go outside do you get a pain like right between your eyes as well like right at the top of your nose when oh you yeah. Like your, your sinuses are, are, yeah. Okay. That would make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, cause I, I just assume that because I have a big nose that I get like, I don't know, like a sensitivity around like that area of my face, because whenever that happens, Charlie is always like, what's wrong with you? Why are you, <laughs> why are you getting like it's a brain kind freeze of, when you're kind outside? Of it
1: is kind of equivalent to, to, to getting brain freeze because obviously hmm. you just have a very sensitive sinus, uh, uh, sinus. and then, which would kind of make sense, you know, given your jeans, um,
0: hmm.
1: not the trousers. My big nose.
0: You can just say the big nose. It's fine.
1: No, I wasn't. Me, I actually <laughs> didn't mean you, big nose. I meant more like your your partial ethnicity.
0: Ah, okay, fair, fair, fair. Well, I mean, speaking of that. Um, so one, one saying that actually came from my dad, uh, which listeners, my dad is Iranian. My dad used to tell me about how in Iran, so they, they bury their dead, uh, like within 24 hours of someone passing away. And, uh, back in the day, it used to be like a thing of you take them to a temple. Like, I think there was like a temple of silence or something where it was called. And they did like how the Egyptians used to like remove organs and that sort of thing to, you know peace hall, send off for the dead. Then in later down the line, they started to bury their dead in cement. Um, and my dad used to tell me that that was because, uh, Iranians had a fear of the undead. So that was just something I grew up believing. It turns out it's it's because they, uh, they want to respect like waste and stuff and they don't want to cause damage.
1: So they use cement?
0: Yeah. They, uh, they started to use cremation in cement in order to not pollute the earth. Oh. Yeah. Another thing that my dad and I grew up with around the, the house was the, the curse of the evil eye. I can't remember what they're actually called, um, but they're like a bead with a blue bead with a giant eye in the middle. It's like blue and teal with a white and black pupil.
1: Mm, have you seen
0: that image yeah it would be like the inviting anger and like evil spirits of envy of the gods and then you would have this like amulet to kind of try and ward off the horrible fate Mm. um and we had them everywhere my dad would be like have this charm on your bracelet have this necklace have this like every everything like they were almost as much in my life as dream catchers were because again like he was a big big believer on like bad dreams and nightmares like haunting you so i would have like these beads and these dream catchers like all in my room
1: I, I, well, I, I've never actually met Chloe's dad, but I love him from the stories I have heard. So like, I think it's very sweet that like, he's just like, like trying to protect you.
0: He he calls himself a witch. I think we've had this discussion or maybe we've not had this he's discussion. We've not had this
1: discussion. I love so, that for
0: him. I, it's something else that I was kind of going to bring up today around superstitions and stuff, because my dad used to, his favorite number is 13 and how like 13 holds this weird thing over over the world Uh, we're not the world but like negativity of the number 13 Mm. and he believes it to be a very powerful energy number i in my household i remember my nan so she's got like this glass tortoise and she she swears that the day that they got this glass tortoise in their house their whole lives have been covered in a, a series of unfortunate events, literally like the book. Um, so and, and it's like to me because I, I grew up loving this tortoise, right? And they've still got it; she, it's still on her mantelpiece today. I was like, "Can I? Can I have it?" Because there was at one point I went over recently, and she was like, "I want you to start taking things that you you find dear." So I was like, "I want to take the tortoise," and she was adamant. She was like, Put her foot down, like." you are not to take this tortoise. You will have bad omens in your life if you take the tortoise.
1: I like the idea that, that, not not to dismiss it, maybe it is bad omen, I don't know, but maybe it's just like a nice scapegoat that she uses, where it's just like, for the things that you can't you can't change, and you, and you have no effect over, you can be like, goddamn oh freaking
0: tortoise. They've Which equated was, it to the tortoise. Yeah, how dare but the you. thing is, like my dad being the witch of the family used to like, because... They moved in, like we lived in a place that was like a converted house into two flats. So Mm. they used to live in the downstairs, downstairs flat. We used to live in the upstairs flat. My dad, he also developed this whole this tortoise is evil, this is bad energy. And used to try and do little like things to make this tortoise like not bad <laughs> energy. <laughs> and it just, I like as a child, I was just like, this is wild. Like, what is this tortoise? I need it. I need it in my life.
1: <laughs> in my household, it was more like, there was a bunch of things that you can't do because it's bad luck. It was always things you can't do. Uh, no umbrellas up inside the house or or indoors. Or mm. um, no hats on the bed, um, no new shoes on a table. Uh, y- you can't bring lavender inside because it's bad luck. Uh, oh. I don't follow that one. That's bullshit, guys. Because lavender keeps the moths away. So you keep your lavender. Mum also picks and chooses because that was one that her her dad taught her. My granddad and and she's mm. just like oh, I love lavender, so we're gonna do it. Um, <laughs> one that she should do and she doesn't do, which is like it's. Um, lily of the valley is beautiful it's a beautiful little white flower and it's very good luck to have it in your garden it's very bad luck to bring it inside do you know why that is? it's because it's poisonous that's a lot of bad luck things are just like this is common sense because it is it, it oh. there was a genuine reason but they didn't have the scientific backing of it like this is poisonous so don't bring it into your house right. know um, it's fine in small doses just like don't eat it don't eat it. Mm. D- don't I, eat the plant. I, You know what? I'll, I'll
0: stay away from lilies. It's fun.
1: Lily of the valley <laughs> doesn't look like a normal lily. It's beautiful. I do love them. But um, what, what, what else? I'm trying to think of other superstitious things. I'm always throwing salt over my left shoulder. Like yeah, that's one. Do you know why that started? No, I don't.
0: So it said that in the Last Supper, like the the. The portrait or portrait, <laughs> the painting of the Last Supper, Judas apparently has salt that he's knocked over on the table. And the idea is that people say that you throw the salt over your shoulder because you ward off like Satan's bad thoughts and Judas. puppeteering. My nan used to do it every fucking time and there'd be salt on the floor so much salt everywhere. The
1: floor. So much salt on the floor.
0: The same as a knock on wood knock on wood was like oh, her favorite yeah. saying still is her favorite saying because say you don't time. have any
1: yeah,
0: yeah yeah if there's no wood to hand knock on head that's apparently from like a, a game that children used to play that was called uh <laughs> tiggy touchwood um want, it was right? kind of like it was like tag i hate that or it yeah yeah I don't, I don't know why they called it that but apparently it's that um and then adults started to to h- pick h- it up hear as touchwood
1: hear me out it was Tig when we were kids. It was Tig. Tag tig. is the American thing. It was always tig. tig. Tig you're it. No tag. Tig. Why Tig? It was Tig. I swear, tag is an American influence. It was Tig.
0: Why would you say? Why would you say t- tig, tig over tag? It was tag rugby. It was tag like everything. It, no, it was t- it was touch rugby. What do you mean? It was,
1: it's Tig. How did you play touch rugby without the tags? Oh, you mean th- that pulley thing? Oh, no, no, I was, no, never that, I think we called it tails. You would call it a tails rugby. <laughs> I can't remember. But like, I just, I, I distinctly remember that it was always Tig. And then suddenly like people started saying tag, but it was always Tig. I don't know if this is maybe wow. just like a...
0: I wonder... Yeah, I wonder whether it's just like... I love that I started Googling TIG or TAG and then it went TOE. <laughs> <laughs> <"T-tow." laughs> TAG is also called TIG. Well, that's... F- fucking thank you, Google. What What is this? TIG is British. I'm trying to prove it. TIG is
1: British? No! Yeah, you have been Americanized. I told you. It was TAG in Kent, all right? Yeah, well, you also have Leeds Castle in Kent, and I'm still not over losing that fricking yeah, geography question. <laughs>
0: Apparently someone, a a famous person in France came over to visit Kent, saw this castle ruins uh, or may have been a castle at the time. I don't know. And then on their travels, they referred to it as Leeds Castle. I think just genuinely getting confused where they were in, in the UK. And there you go. It's now Leeds Castle, which is in Kent, which apparently last year got the okay of renaming so they're they're going to rename it as Kent Castle. Kick.
1: <laughs> Don't know why that made me laugh. It, please, spell Castle with a K, <laughs> but like <laughs> make the K's backward.
0: Kent Castle. Okay. okay. So so you've heard like. <laughs> these superstitions special mention to the one that charlie's mum used to tell her if you wipe your nose on your sleeve too much you get a pig nose now that is just a mother trying to get her child to stop a dirty, <laughs> dirty habit that is an incredible <laughs> saying and i love it i
1: love it I, <laughs> also i love that like the interchangeability of uh, if you don't eat your crust you, your hair you'll you get curly hair like if you what yeah oh yeah no you eat your crust or your hair will go curly or it would be your hair you your hair will go straight whatever you as a
0: child were scared of. I've never heard that before. Yeah, because I always I always wanted curly hair. So, Phoebe, yes. outside of like just like superstitions, there's like old wives' tales, which are like urban legend, folklore type of stories, um and these are the ones that like. I was taught, or I was told and used to live by, by law, uh, in our, in our little area of Kent, which apparently Phoebe detests. And, um, I we... don't detest Kent. <laughs> don't say that. I've never been.
1: How could I detest a place I've never been? I just, I just, I'm just a bit bitter about getting that geography question wrong, because why would Leeds Castle not be in fucking Yorkshire? You know,
0: I've got a few wives tales here and I want to play a little game that i'd oh. like to call is it a wife's tale or truth oh my god i'm so here for this well we'll start off with some and then maybe you can like talk out your reasonings with me or like what it might mean and then i can tell you the actual like answer of whether it is myth or legend i'm ready for this myth, myth or legend myth or myth or truth feed a cold starve a fever
1: uh myth you shouldn't starve a fever you should starve a stomach bug you definitely should feed a cold because you need your nutrients, especially like a good good bit of soup. Good bit of soup. The starving, the fever is probably going to make you worse because you'll be weaker from from not having, having the, the nutrients. And because you're so hot, you're burning off calories faster. So you're going to waste away quicker. So, yeah, it's...
0: You have hit the nail on the head. You've literally exactly the reasoning that is even there. It is false because high fevers and colds can cause fluid loss, and you need to have your nutrients and help prevent dehydration. You need to have your regular meals because you will get sicker if you don't. Bam. There you go. So there it's almost like kind of someone who's been ill a lot or something. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? You've probably been told this many times as well. You need to wait an hour after eating before you go swimming.
1: Ah, oh, true, because you do risk the uh, run the risk of, of getting cramp easier. Oh, okay, I, I used to get told that you would die. <laughs> no, it's 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 the fact that you run the risk of getting um like cramp cramping up. So like, and when you're in the water, if you cramp up, it can be severely dangerous because you can't control your limbs, and you can you kind of start to panic when you get cramp you know so you need to like walk it off whereas you can't swim off cramp can you uh, so i i i could be completely making this up but that's
0: that's what i always thought so like you're kind of there okay. so the red cross kind of says that you so you don't need to like necessarily wait an hour but you need to kind of wait until digestion has started because it can it can make it strenuous uh for your stomach but I also love that the, the, Red Cross advises, this is like a genuine thing that was put on this website. The Red Cross advises against chewing gum whilst you are in the water because it could cause choking. Who just wow. has chewing gum whilst you're swimming? Why is that something that people do enough that the Red Cross has had to make a statement on it? <laughs> I think I love that.
1: I, I, I don't know why I thought it would correlate to cramps.
0: Uh, I, well, guessed... I mean, it makes sense, right? Because it's the same as like if I imagine that if you had a big fatty meal and then you tried to go for like a run or something, you probably get really bad stitch or like a really bad upset stomach yeah, in general. You would get so st- yeah. Okay, fair. It probably correlates, but yeah, it's not necessarily to wait an hour, but it, it, advised to have digestion begin. I don't know how you can tell when that happens, but like you know. It's just it
1: just it's just roughly an hour until it hits your stomach, isn't it? Mm. Some people's digestion. I thought it was like half it. an
0: hour or something like that. I Who don't knows?
1: know, Chloe. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: You're the doctor here. You're not. Don't worry. <laughs> Eating carrots will improve your eyesight.
1: Okay, so there is some truth in this. There's something in carrots that, in high enough doses, does improve your eyesight. But you could never eat enough carrots to to get benefits from it. So. There's some truth in it,
0: but no. How do you just know all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> so it's literally, it is it is like false, but also some truth to it. This tale started during World War II. Uh, there was a rumor spread about remarkable night vision when they ate carrots, but obviously that's not really the case. It's just that they were high in vitamin, vitamin A, which maintains a healthy eyesight, but it, you would have to eat like an ungodly amount to actually have anything to do with improving your vision. I don't. It doesn't actually improve. It's just healthy maintaining of eyesight.
1: Hell yeah!
0: You're too good at this. I'm You're sorry. Too good at this. Uh, chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years if you swallow it. Bullshit!
1: Such <laughs> bullshit. It's just. It's just to avoid choking on it because it's quite hard to swallow gum. It's not good for you and there's no benefits from it and I, I think actually it's also a lax, it's actually most chewing gum is, uh, it makes you shit. What, uh, diuretic is what I was trying to say, mm-hmm. but I said it so, so beautifully there. Um, so no, <laughs> it doesn't stain your stomach for seven years
0: no it doesn't it just has a little bit longer to digest the most like foods and things um and it will come out more or less intact when you do a shit so there you go what about if you uh if a jellyfish stings you you pee on it
1: uh, i think there is some truth to that because there's the ammonia and pee
0: whether or not, again, this is this is from like a clinic online. Oh, oh. But also,
1: hold on. It, there is some truth in it. Also, pee is not sterile, so don't do that. Especially if it's an open wound, you probably do more more harm than good. Sorry, that is my final yes, answer. But it that. does contain
0: ammonia, which is why people <laughs> think it is. So that is what it says. It's yeah. like basically don't do that um don't do this we recommend removing the stinger and uh like w- with maybe some tweezers or soaking the area in hot water or taking a shower for 20 minutes to 45 minutes don't pee on people don't pee on <laughs> if people. you've been stung or your friends don't go peeing on people at the beach that's weird um, as an offense <laughs> um what about if you pluck gray hairs to more grow in it place i've never heard that one you never heard that one um, no um, oh i regularly get to even charlie used to say that to me when like we'd find gray hairs and she'd be like don't pluck it two more will grow in its place i think that's just uh a wives' tale i think that the the, the correlation
1: is just that because one hair goes gray then maybe a few more will go gray soon
0: you are indeed correct it is a wives' tale if you if you Instead of plucking, you just that would like damage the follicle, which can lead to like infection and balding. Um, you you just you just pluck one, and then another one will grow at some point. It's just a wives' tale. What about shaving your hair will make it grow back thicker? Oh no!
1: Well, I, look, we 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 all remember what it was like. I feel like there was this important part of, of your life that maybe not everyone can relate to, but I think a lot of us can where it's just like, there's a, before you ever shaved your legs. And then there's the aftermath of having shaved your legs (laughs) once and then having to just deal with that for the rest of your life. And it does feel like it grows thicker
0: and harsher, but I think. So the reason for this, there is a reasoning. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that shaving, it doesn't have an impact on like the thickness. However, before shaving your hair goes to like a point and when you shave it's because when you cut the hair it goes to a blunt angle so it it looks like it is thicker and it's more noticeable but it is just a blunt part of your hair follicle
1: yeah i i think i think as well the other thing that might make people think it grows thicker is if you have really long hair it's often quite Mm -hmm. a lot of strain on your head therefore your hair may seem thinner just because like it's it's a bit damaged, uh, so mm-hmm. when you then shave your head, it's going to grow back quite luscious. And it's just it's not any thicker than it was before. It's just that like there's a lot there's less strain on the ends, so therefore yeah. it looks fuller. You you you're nailing
0: these so far, like I have to say. <laughs> what about what about eating cheese before bedtime and that as a lactose intolerant biatch who often
1: <laughs> forgets she's lactose intolerant? I don't think it has any correlation to your nightmares at all. I think it can uh be difficult to um digest any food just before you go to bed. You shouldn't eat right before you go to bed. Uh but also fuck that and live your best life. I am living my best uh Nigella Lawson running to the fridge at, for a midnight snack making myself a sandwich because I am hungry. Because I
0: I was gonna ask what your go-to midnight snack is.
1: I cannot bear going to bed hungry. Chloe 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 now knows how I get when I have not had food. And I think we could all agree <laughs> that I'm just a monster. I'm not nice. <laughs> I'm I'm mean. I need to be fed else I am
0: cranky. And it's I mean, what just... I'll say is that you weren't cranky to me. In fact, when I asked you outright two times, I was like, are you hungry? Do you want food? You were like, no, I'm fine. And then I heard stories of how <laughs> of how you were to two of our other friends when when the time came that you actually went to go and get the food to be fair they were taking the piss I'm I'm
1: I'm sorry Val and I'm sorry Phil as a what would my go-to be ah whatever Mm. any like whatever's in the fridge it's not like it
0: you just literally like a little goblin that comes out, like a 2 a.m. nightlight when you open the fridge and it's like, what can I make?
1: It's it's like, yeah, like sometimes you just, it's like the most ambitious time of the night where you're just like, I can craft something out of this. Like you, you suddenly see the new potential in what's in your fridge. Stuff that's been there <laughs> left for ages. You're like, I can, ready, steady cook hasn't got nothing on me. Ainsley Carriott can <laughs> suck one. I'm off to make a banquet for myself at 11.45 <laughs> at night the worst habit I have and I've done this to myself a couple times I've will made a sandwich for the night before I am a I'm a quarters person I, I cut my sandwich into like four little squares that's how I like my sandwich uh, don't fair. know why I'm telling this to the people but if you this, oh, this is a, very fair. this is a pure way of having a sandwich uh it's the same with pizza if you cut it into more slices it feels like it lasts longer
0: yeah exactly that's literally what my brain would tell me yeah um but I often eat the,
1: the fourth quarter and I'll be like so I only get like three quarters of a sandwich the next day for lunch. And then I'm really, really upset at myself for doing this. Like, why couldn't
0: you just have made another sandwich? So are you are you the kind of person that like when you cook dinner as well, like you'll be eating the dinner as you're cooking, like, or, or you have to have cooking snacks for when you're cooking? This is a terrible top tip. Uh, you get in and you're exhausted
1: from the day, right? You're tired. You don't want to cook, but you need to cook because there's nothing to eat. So what you do is you make yourself a... I cannot sit down until everything's done at coffee, which will suppress your hunger, which is terrible, but it, it does for a bit so you, so you can last a little longer whilst your meal's getting prepared. Maybe this isn't an issue if it doesn't take you two hours to make a meal, but for me, I'm the slowest cook I've ever met. Uh, what was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you think cheese dreams
1: are uh, not a thing? I think cheese dreams are not a thing. I think you can get indigestion or it's hard for your stomach to digest things if you eat right before bed.
0: So this is one of my favorite things that I found online because there was a survey done, which found that there were a number of people that did in fact have wild and weird dreams if they ate cheese before bed. Do you want to know who did this survey? Oh God, I bet it's... A legitimate source. It was the British Cheese Board. (laughs) Who calls their company the Cheese Board? (laughs) When it's the... (laughs) Ah. (laughs) So the survey may be a bit
1: biased. But what did... What did (laughs) charcuterie monthly say about this? (laughs) Surely they must have insight. Uh, Do you know why I think it is? I think it's because they... Oftentimes if you're having a cheese you're having some wine with it. And because wine makes you, wine makes you really tired, right? But it gives you a terrible quality mm-hmm. of sleep. And because you're having this terrible quality of sleep, you're probably in in REM or light sleep uh, for longer than you are in your deep sleep, which means you'll have more dreams. Oh. So I reckon actually it's not the cheese, it's the other correlating factors.
0: That would be my- Look at you being a weird scientist. Weird the scientist today and doctor, apparently. I just have lots
1: of- <laughs> random information that doesn't help me at all in my life but it's in my brain red sky at night shepherds delight red yeah. sky in morning shepherd's warning oh yeah i grew up in the countryside of course of course of course um there's no science to this other than the well actually okay hold on the thing is <laughs> it, it has something to do with the weather so it's it's to do with rain and rainfall and that's it that's all i got something about the rain you don't want it to be uh, uh, in the morning because it's it's a warning sign that like it's going to rain at
0: an impromptu time for 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 the farmer to work. So you have your you're on the right track again, Phoebe. So there is some truth to it. So if there is a red sunset, it indicates that there is like dust particles in the air, which means that there is a high pressure uh, in the air, which could make for good weather. And uh, the same that if you see. Uh, like sunrise in the in the east and in, in high pressure that has already passed, then a storm could be on its way in. I have a fun fact about clouds. I love this. Do it, please. It's true that
1: clouds can only form if there is some kind of particle to attach to. So, like, of course, we all know that, that clouds are, are water vapor, right? But they need something mm-hmm. to attach to before they form. So most of them are always like sand or dust or something. They take a particle of something else for them to form so it's not just water vapor so that
0: was so is there like various amounts of different clouds that are just formed in different particles or like different beginnings i would guess so i don't know that much i
1: just i found this out the other day and i never knew that i thought it was always just water vapor but it's actually it needs something to to create that bond to become that's pretty cool so
0: i used to i used to have to learn a lot about clouds back in my uh back in my graphic design days i did a an exhibition in singapore science center where we had to we were talking about climate change and everything and i had to do research on the different types of cloud formations not that i could ever tell you any of them now like off the top of my head because that was the first job that i had out of uni Um, after I was a cleaner but yeah there's like seven or six different types of cloud formations there you go
1: a lot of them have multiple different names depending on the area they form as well so like a tsunami and a cyclone and things like Mm. that they like pretty much the same but they have these different names and I'm sure there is slight differences but for the main part they're kind of the same thing they're just Mm. named different places
0: love the weather good (sighs) shit
1: we we are so british right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) right um here's one that you probably were told much I i was told very much uh the tv like sitting close to a tv will make your eyes go square
1: okay so here's the thing as someone who had glasses at a very young age i had glasses when i was seven uh, and and one of one of the reasons I know I uh, figured out I needed glasses, or one of the signs that like I needed to get my glasses changed was that I would need to sit closer to the TV in order to see it in focus. So I don't think it actually makes your eyes square, but I do think that this 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 tale probably came from people like myself who are short sighted needing to sit closer uh, because they they hadn't got the right prescription. Um, <laughs> obviously, like. Uh, we we know we're very aware like blue light etc can damage your eyes for long periods and cause eye strain eyes going square i think it's just like it just means you'll need glasses right it's, that's how i'm taking it because you got eyes are not going to change that's, shape
0: that's how i interpret it as well apparently the the thing that i looked up actually said that this is completely false and actually television doesn't entirely hurt your eyes no matter how close that you sit to the tv yeah but i think this the saying comes from the idea of people that need glasses that have sat closer to the tv
1: could be as well people scared of static i could not tell you the giddiness i would feel if i got to touch an old tv with static again
0: like what so like when you went close to it and like the hair like standing up on end effect
1: just the noise you actually heard the static when you like wiped your hand over it like
0: that oh god i forgot about that oh my god and you heard the crackle Mm. see i used to get scared because i used to get static shocks a lot as a kid and that used to scare me
1: okay so you know how your dad says that he's a witch my mom was always said yeah. that she's a witch and like one of the things that makes me and my brother kind of like as a kid completely believe this is how often that woman produced electric charge and <laughs> and and we have this ongoing joke at home that like my head she blows more light bulbs than any person I've ever met. The amount of light bulbs <laughs> my dad has to buy to, to because mum just blows She gets gloves on now. She uses like a little... Oh, so she doesn't touch it herself. Um, because she keeps blowing them. But you would like... She'd be like, oh, stand with me and the, and the cart when you're going shopping, like the shopping cart. And you would touch her or the cart and you'd be like... <laughs> I I I fake screamed there because I didn't want to blow your eardrums, but it would it, it, like it was hurt. It's the kind of static you like the shock you see. I actually do have a sci- scientific reasoning for the light, blo- uh, light blowing. So, my mum often uses a a moisturizer that's adds a lot of like oil, and she also uses a lot of um, polish. She, she likes to she likes to polish the furniture and the couch and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and keep it nice and shiny. And that is a lot of of grease. Uh, and oil and if you have greasy hands and you touch electric you're more likely to blow it because uh it's Whoa. a conductor so it's trying to conduct through you and th- therefore the light bulb, bulb blows so I, never knew that. I, I don't i i less i'm not saying that mom's not a witch if she if, she, if she if she's a witch she's a witch it's fine with me uh but i think that <laughs> there is a scientific reason for her always blowing the lights uh That's which incredible. is why
0: she now uses the gloves do you think stuff. she ever did it on purpose to like wind you up and like you know like running in and like doing that thing where like you get statically charged on the carpet and then like running up to you and just like no zap. because <laughs> like we
1: would cry out in pain and be like this stop <laughs> this is awful like we, we it would genuinely upset us uh and i think it would Aww. upset her just like oh god's
0: sake so i love that that's incredible yeah well, kind of going off of like the the TV and the eyes vibe, Yeah, uh, were you also told about if you cross your eyes, they'll stay that way? Uh, no, not that
1: one, but like a similar one, just like, oh, the wind will change and your face will stay that way if you're making a funny face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll
1: be stuck that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's no, no truth to that. <laughs> yeah I, I do think that i do think constantly crossing your eyes uh just make your eyes more easily unfocusable i did not realize that people were not aware that they can unfocus their eyes like i think this is like on a whim yeah i can just i can mm. just unfocus my eyes i do it a lot yeah especially when i'm not paying attention i just unfocus my eyes yeah and that's
0: really easy um i i get a lot of pain with that sort of thing but I think that's from my I've got astigmatism in both eyes. Oh and same. Hey. you are so cool. We've got asthma. Like look at our illness pattern. Uh, like, you're allergic here. to
1: you're allergic <laughs> to random things you never thought you were allergic to, like mint.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> I can't wait for for Pink and other people to be like, "Hey Chloe, uh, what's the fuck's wrong with you? Why have you got all these problems?" <laughs> I'm sorry, just quickly. This comes off the bat
1: because one one Christmas I was sitting in a Discord call with a bunch of our friends, our mutual friends, and I was eating a clementine, and I was just like, "Don't you love it when like y- y- you bite into the the peel of a of an orange and it makes your tongue go tingly?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. And I'm like, what? And they're like, do other foods make your tongue tingle? I'm like, yeah, you know, tongue, tingly tongue foods. I had a whole subcategory <laughs> awesome of tingly tongue you
0: foods. Know. <laughs> you know, that thing that everybody gets, well, like see, when see, your see. mouth goes slightly tingly and numb, you know, that sensation. It's yeah, great. It's great. <laughs> well, listen, Phoebe, at least like that's something that maybe is a thing for me with mint and I've just never known. My favorite thing um, is to do what that's called. Mm. it's called oral allergy syndrome so you got the orals oh oh <laughs> i don't know if i do like that i don't know <laughs> what i do love is that i actually asked you yesterday about the whole uh how you eat food and yeah, whether i was it. just psychotic i don't think but... you're
1: psychotic i think a lot of people favor one oh sorry sorry tell tell them what you discussed
0: well, Yeah. So like going off of like eating food and stuff. So I found out or realized yesterday that when I eat food, I tend to favor chewing on the right side of my mouth and not for like it doesn't hurt or anything on the left side of my mouth. I just, when I put food in my mouth, I will always push it to the right side of my mouth because i feel like it's uncomfortable on the left side i love that phoebe is now like mimicking the idea of chewing but has nothing to chew so <laughs> he's just making the only thing i have on this desk is face. chocolate
1: and i can't have chocolate because it'll make my mouth look happy and then you'll have to hear it
0: oh uh, oh do you get like the the dairy cough as charlie yeah, calls yeah, it yeah i get like
1: yeah i, get, <laughs> I yeah. I hate I hate my voice after I've eaten something. It's so.
0: Why does it do that? Is it like a coating or something? Like what actually happens? You produce
1: extra mucus because you're digesting things.
0: Ah, okay, okay, okay. I think I used to get told in the dentist that I produced too much saliva, just as a human.
1: You do have very large cheeks.
0: Ah, thanks. It's for storing the food on the right side of my mouth. But
1: because like (laughs) saliva. And the mouth at least is produced basically by these by by your cheeks. So if you have large cheeks, mm. it kind of makes sense that you produce
0: more saliva. I constantly bite my cheeks and have a mouth full of saliva, and it is the worst. <laughs>
1: it's, it is,
0: yeah. Charlie was like, um, she went to have a massage the other day. And she felt embarrassed because she she felt herself relax and at the same time start to dribble <laughs> during the the appointment. And I was literally just like, if my wife <laughs> nearly dribbled in this appointment, I could never go. I would be like that basset hound like energy of just drooling.
1: <laughs> like I feel this that and 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 the amount of body amount of body, amount of sweat my body produces is just like, would you stop? Like, we're not doing... I think it's an anxiety thing. I honestly do. It's just that I yeah, just... Probably. ...cannot control my body temperature and therefore mm. I'm constantly producing sweat despite the fact that I'm often always cold in my extremities. It's like, you just... I can't win. Uh, yeah. This is uh, Tasty Corner where we talk about our bodily
0: functions. (laughs) Tune in next time. That is how we're going to wrap up this episode. I hope that you're interested (laughs) to find out more about our bodies in episode three. Uh, thank you for listening to Explatterate. Hey, Phoebe, you can do it this time. Where do you find Explatterate on the internet? Well, uh, lovely
1: listeners, uh, you can email us in at explatterate at gmail.com. Uh, one of our lovely listeners already did that the other day. Thank you very much, Cody. We, we very much yeah, enjoyed We're probably going to co- collate a, a few um, a, a few of those emails and then maybe discuss them on a podcast uh, hell yeah so so please if you have any questions for us or, or want to contribute to the conversation at all that we've been having in these podcasts uh, in the, any of these episodes so far uh, y- give us an email we're just two people uh, and we read sometimes
0: Listeners, you can find us on Twitter at, at Explatterate. You can also find us on Instagram, Explatterate Podcast, TikTok, Explatterate Podcast, which hasn't been used yet, I think, but don't worry about that. Um, we're also Apple Podcasts now as well, well by popular demand. demand of Taff. Just, just. <laughs> Just the one listener we get on Apple Podcast. <laughs> 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 and that's Rate as well. We also have a YouTube channel, which it, it, it has like the same the same thing, and Spotify as well. In fact, I think Spotify has this like cool thing where I can set a question or poll uh, which I believe I set last week. I don't know how it works, so, oh, that's so cool. don't quote me. But uh, I'll I'll put something in this week. I'll, maybe I'll ask about like the tops of superstitions or like what one. What yeah, one. what H- was your? Who knows? H-
1: yeah, what did you grow up with as a supersti- superstition? Yeah, under ladders. You can't go under ladders. That's one that I still yeah. live by. That's just. Did you know? There's the two safety. reasons for
0: that. Apparently, oh. like there's two reasons behind that. One of them, which is like more on like the the medieval times they said that they thought it resembled gallows so the idea was that if you went underneath <gasps> a ladder it was you were destined for the gallows um and then another side of that was that back in the egyptian times uh the three and the holy holy trinity was like a big thing and the idea of when you had a ladder you formed like a a holy trinity yeah, okay. so if you were to kind of go under that it would destroy the sanctity of a, a trinity and incur punishment.
1: I love all these things where it's just basically like, it's again, it's an old wives' tale to be like, it's not safe, lads. Don't go under a ladder, you <laughs> idiots.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also in general, don't fucking do that, you imbecile.
1: <laughs> Thanks for podding with me, Chloe.
0: Thanks for podding with me.
1: Bye. <laughs>